Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the King's Healing Room. Wow, word on Wednesday. We are so excited to be before you, um, for this is the day that the Lord hath made. And yes, God even makes hot days. And uh, it's hot across the country, and it's hot here. But we, we, we thank God that the hot in Syracuse is doable, is livable, and we continue, to, we continue to pray, and we continue to pray for God's mercy upon um, all that are, that are still struggling and dealing with, uh, with uh, heat issues uh, um, around, the, uh, around the country and around the globe. Once again, welcome to our Bible study, Word on Wednesday, and we are very, very excited. Uh, we are going to go in depth. We're going to uh, drill deeper into Sunday's uh, sermon, uh, The Three Realms of Satan's Kingdom. And uh, we're going to go over <clears throat> the three tactics again, uh, just rehash on that and uh, and, uh, and then we're going to come from a passage in the New Testament. It's found in Luke and Matthew, uh, where Christ is tempted after coming off of his fast and being full of the Holy Ghost. At this time, let us pray. We thank God for everyone here at base camp. Uh, uh, God bless you, dear. We thank God for you being here. All of our men and our women, our children, the King's Healing Room, we, every service, we have youth services, youth activities, and, uh, um, and uh, we had a very, very successful, fun, fun-filled, and stomachs-filled with our uh, back-to-school outdoor event, uh, just celebrating our kids and our youth, uh, not only at the King's Healing Room, but uh, but for our whole community, we had a great, great turnout. We had the grill going, um, water balloons, uh, 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 say it again, pinatas, had a pinata, and no one could break it. Uh, but Jahari, Jahari, brother Jahari loosened it for everybody else. He, he hit it so hard that he broke it up for the next person. But we just had a wonderful time, fellowship, adults, teenagers, our, our young people, our children, and uh, Deaconess Chartiste. We are very, uh, and all that worked with her, all that worked with, un, with, with her and under her, our, uh, our youth president, uh, Elder Yvonne Jones, our youth pastor. And, uh, and we, have an, we, have a few, we have an announcement coming for our youth starting next week. And, uh, and next week we'll talk more about it 
um, we, the unofficial, official launch of, uh, of our youth, uh, our youth uh, academy, learning academy. And we'll be talking more about it and, and sharing it with our members. And uh, it is open to, it is open to our community and also live streaming. So people from across the country and across the globe can, can, can share and learn along with our children. Uh, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your loving kindness, for your tender mercies. We, we thank you for the richness of your word, the unadulterated word, the, the clearness, the depthness of your word, the, the word that is from the beginning to eternity. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for this grand opportunity to come before your throne of grace, seeking mercy in time of need. Finally, Lord, we pray that you open up our spiritual eyes and ears that we may receive the richness of your word. In Jesus' name, thank God and amen. amen. Let's all give God big praise. Amen. Yes, yes. Wonderful Jesus. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Big, big praise. Big, big praise. Big, big praise. Amen. You are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be honored. In the name of Jesus. We love you. We love you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We submit ourselves. We humble ourselves before your presence that you should be exalted above every other name. That your name be exalted. Your name be lifted up. Above every other name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Send revelation. Let your anointing fall upon us. Pour. Pour out of your abundance. Pour out of your increase. Pour out of your multiplication. Healing tonight. Mentally, physically. In the name of, let families be healed. In the name of Jesus. Physical healing. In the name of Jesus. Send revelation of your word. Amen. Send us deep. Send us deep into the waters, in the name of Jesus, deep into the sea, where the treasures are, and the treasures we seek, Father, is not gold and silver. The treasures we seek is the richness of your revealed word. We thank you for your sovereign power. We thank you for your revealed will and for your permissive will. We live, we live happily and contently within the confines of your permissive will, and we seek no desire for what is not permitted for the children of light. We thank you, Father. In Christ's name, amen. Let's give him another big round. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. You'll never find a cup of coffee like mine. I'm trying to throw a hint. The hint just got caught. Thank you so much, dear. <laughs> Amen. Before we, before we, before we delve into tonight's wow, I'll give a recap of Sunday's sermon. This is actually an ebook, and and Sunday was really probably two chapters condensed. And tonight, I'm gonna really hone in on one on one passage. And we'll extrapolate, we'll pull out, um, uh, we'll, we'll investigate 
this one passage and 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 let's get ready for open discussion and comments amen and uh and um our own uh, uh as the scriptures are revealed to us and and um people who have been in church who grew up in church um oftentimes it's the experience that when we're older and more mature not so much biologically older that scriptures mean different things when we become more more spiritually mature can we agree on that oftentimes oftentimes passages were taught not on purpose but they were taught erroneously or the full context of the passage was not given so it was a very narrow context and until you learn it for yourself we can grow up with very narrow context of the Word of God women preachers uh, clothing um, uh, attire for church um, oftentimes these things are delivered and we hear them by the time we're 15 years old we've heard the same message with a very narrow context for so long it literally becomes gospel to us and now you'll fight somebody in the street over your truth but it doesn't mean that it's God's truth it just means that that's how you've internalized the truth so oftentimes the Holy Spirit has can take as long as we want as long as we need to unwire and unravel there's a great unfoldment for almost all believers who have who have uh, preconceived thoughts or ideas of the where the Holy Spirit um, uh, uh, how the Holy Spirit operates does the Holy Spirit show up or do we show up all right it's not a conundrum but we can do a whole Bible study on that at a, at a later time. Thank you, Mother Hill. I'm having a little hungry, hunger attack. Oh, Reese's Big Cup. Yeah, the bar. Somebody got some milk or some I smell the coffee. I'm sorry, Facebook. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you going to bring a Reese's Peanut Butter Big Cup in the middle of Bible study? You know I love them. I just took Bible study out of context, didn't I? I would love to do a thank you so much, dear. Uh, uh, topics and and you know when Adam when, when when Adam showed up late. Just one example, when when Adam showed up late, you give the the a casual a casual look over of the scriptures is you know God was on his way to the Carolinas you know to Myrtle Beach and his alarm clock went off and said oh yeah reminder you, you got to meet Adam in the cool of the evening and he got on his holy chariot and went and whoop I'm glad whoop yep, I'm not late because God's never late right this time is linear and because Adam was late it is no indication that God never left where Adam was for God to even be late or early. All right. There's this thing, three omnis, and one of them is omnipresent. So God is, God is as a cartoon character. He's here. Uh, is that uh, uh, Superman? He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. So 
We cannot leave God's presence. I mean, amen. Well, let me let me re, re, let me rephrase that. We can denounce him. We can, but that doesn't mean that God actually leaves us. The Bible says He never leaves us nor forsake us. If y'all want to flush that out in another Bible study, I'd I'd I'd, I'd love that. When we come to church, and wherever you are across the globe, for children of light, children of obedience, when you come to your service, whenever that is, Messianic Jews, when you come to the synagogue on Saturday, when 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 Christians typically come to church on Sundays. There's really very little we can do to provoke the presence of God to be stronger or greater than what it was at 11 p.m. Saturday night. Because God doesn't send half his spirit to rest, rule, and abide. And then when we show up, all of a sudden, he's like, let me, uh, uh, Lugasi, uh, the food channel, bam, let's kick it up a notch, all right? As we submit ourselves more, as we give in more, as we humble ourselves more, as we exalt him more, God magnifies in us more. Is that all right? But subject topic for another time, and, and um, uh, it's something that's been on my mind, and Seeking God's word and His directions and His and and His truths on um, uh, here here tonight here uh, uh, here today when we when we coming here as powerful as God's presence is if we come if we if I don't mean us here I'm talking about anyone and I've been guilty of this over the years if I come to church with another agenda if I come into God's house with stuff on my mind. If I come if I come into God's house waiting to leave. So I have an agenda to leave. It may be a birthday party. It may be the stereotypical roast in the oven, right? Like ovens don't have timers anymore. So but if I come to church already giving the preacher a pre-subscribed time to preach, the praise team a certain amount of time, the order of service because I have an agenda, all right? This is the day that the Lord hath made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Then, then does that lessen God's, the potency and the 110% of God's power and his authority and his presence? All right? I'd love to flesh that out. I'm not saying I have the answer, but I'd love to talk about it. All right? And if two or three people or more text me, and uh, or email me or stop me after church or at McDonald's or well, I don't go to McDonald's, but you know where you can find me at, yeah. Brother Napoleon. I'm praying that God will reveal His precious light to you, because and you're not alone. You know I'm playing with you, right? You know, don't get serious on me, man. <laughs> All right, but, but uh, uh, you are outnumbered. Um, I don't live with you, but your wife lives with you. And the Bible says that if a man wants to have peace in his house, he need to, no, don't go there. Okay. Happy spouse, happy house. 
Happy Spring. Okay, all right. We're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. If a brother messes up too much, he'll be sleeping on the on the rooftop, right? Well, we got Starbucks in your house, and you got Starbucks in this house. But we work together, right? See, and you know I'm playing with you, right? Because I'm just, yeah, yeah. But if you really want to catch up with Hill, meet me at Starbucks. Thank you, thank you, Facebook, for your patience and uh, rumblings of a of a mad man. Any questions or comments from Sunday's sermon? The three. Yep, let's re let's read it right. The three rounds. The three. Oh, we got we got we got two chief note takers here. Three. Mother Hill, Wordsmith. The three realms of Satan's kingdom tactics, and we're going to uh, uh, brother Michael one Sunday uh, is game in Rochester. Amen. Amen. And we love all children for every team that wins, and we. Celebrate when our children win, uh, but there is a there is a team that lost. All right, um, I wrestled in junior high, and uh, wrestling is a one person. Obviously, it's a one person sport, and there's no teamwork. All the stuff that is in team, there's no I in team. All that's thrown out the window for tennis, wrestling, whether it's Roman, Greco, or um, uh, uh, weightlifting uh, uh, sports that, and there, there are many more. Um, you know, some of the uh, Olympic sports, uh, gymnastics, of course, there's a team with you. Boxing, Olympic, there's a team that goes to the Olympics for boxing. Uh, um, but when the bell rings, your team's not coming out with you. All right. And I can still remember my first wrestling match. And uh, all I have been involved with is team sports. And, and uh, also, like, me, <laughs> I got to go, come on, guys. <laughs> like, no, you're the new guy. <laughs> I was soundly stumped. <laughs> I didn't know that they pinched your stomach. Those are the little cheating tactics. And, and, uh, and by the time I learned all the little, the little cheating things, I realized I didn't want to wrestle. <laughs> I didn't want. I don't want to, I don't like this. I don't like being by myself. <laughs> I want to win together, and I want to lose together. Um, any any questions or comments or or uh, um, before we move ahead, I'm going to break down the definition again of realm. Because that is extremely important. Uh, Sunday, there wasn't one person in attendance, or at least that admitted that they were sinners and watched the Game of Thrones. And I, I say that seriously joking, or joking seriously. Um, but the mere, the mere essence of the show means that 70% of the entire population is not interested in blood and gore set in medieval times and heads rolling down the street and horses and chariots and ghosts and y'all did I just did, did a depressing spirit just come in y'all here right now y'all just <laughs> 
Okay, all right. Well, I believed everybody. I didn't think anybody was trying to hustle me. But now that I'm on Facebook, I know that there's two or three people that are not ashamed to say that you watched at least one episode. I am not ashamed to say that I watched every episode. I watched the whole seven seasons, I think a total of two or three times. Um, but I love the Dark Ages. That's one of my favorite times, the Renaissance or um, the Age of It's funny, they call it the Dark Ages, but it's also called the Age of Enlightenment. And kings and queens and thrones and, and, uh, and novels. And I, I love that. I love that time. Uh, that's when the Bible was first printed around that time, uh, the invention of the printing press um, uh, and the word of God for the first time became, became available for the masses to read for themselves and not for, and not for the religion of a king or a queen, a state religion. Um, to tell them their version of the Bible. We saw this in slavery in America, coming from another continent, uh, slaves, and not just, not just Africans, but also Indians, American Indian, other. You're kept from reading the language because reading is freedom. And so now I get to tell you what this King James Holy Bible says. So if it says that, you are this or you're not that. Once again, if I hear it enough, then I internalize it. And uh, um, so wonderful, wonderful time period. And so it is loosely, well, strictly, but just for the sake of time and, and, and how it jives with the, with the meaning of this title, the three realms. And there are many others. I just picked out three that easy for us to remember, easy to assimilate easy for us to digest and then begin to uh, what you the easier you digest something even naturally food the the quicker it begins to work in your body the less work your body biologically has to do to break down substances or um, and it can begin to work good in your body or even bad things the quicker it breaks down in your body the 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 worse whatever you've digested. Uh, um, so the Game of Thrones was based on the seven realms or the seven kingdoms in a, in a, uh, in a uh, imagined land. All right. But the time frame is what we would consider medieval or the Dark Ages. So there were seven realms or seven kingdoms, so there were seven kings or, or queens. And over the seven realms or seven kingdoms, there was one large kingdom and one king that ruled the seven kingdoms or the seven realms. Now, this kingdom that lorded over the seven smaller kingdoms is never referred to as a realm. Because a realm is always a smaller jurisdiction or kingdom or rulership that is subject to the main king or the big guy or the boss. All right. Read Daniel and Revelation. And how many times does the number seven occur? 
seven candlesticks, seven kingdoms, seven horns. All right, so we see a theme here, right? And so in the Game of Thrones, the, uh, the main kingdom was ruled by a king called the Mad King because he was mad. He was what we would consider today to be, uh, to be mentally incompetent or to some degree uh, 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 mentally lacking. And I'll just leave it at that. I want to be, certainly want to, want to be, uh, um, want to be aware of not to offend. But I'm keeping it in context of this wildly popular show. If you've never watched it, we've heard of it. Got Game of Thrones, wild, wildly popular, and uh, and they all jostled for position, and 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 just as we see in the Bible, kings dying, kings being killed, kings being raised, five-year-old kings, ten-year-old kings. Uh, Solomon was a was a boy when he when he began to reign, and we see this uh, throughout the kingdoms of Israel. And, and Judah, when the kingdom split under the grandson of Solomon, the, uh, Israel split into two kingdoms or two realms. Ten tribes were called Israel, and two tribes were called uh, Judah. So you see the tribe of Judah and the tribe of, tribes of Israel. And, uh, and they were, of course, later reunited. All right. Any question or comments? Did we enjoy Sunday sermon? Did it? Amen. Did it? Mm-hmm. All right. And once again, this is a, it's in, I, it, I'm, it's being created in ebook form. So I will, uh, so if I'm, I'm, I'm strolling a lot. The three realms of Satan's kingdom tactics. All right. Because in a realm where you're jostling or fighting for position, you're fighting to rule a realm, you're fighting to rule a kingdom, uh, and all you know you'll ever have is this little corner of the vineyard, uh, uh, the pastor of my youth, Pastor John Clark would say, because you are not the mad king. You are not the overlord. You are not, and, we're, and I think we know who, we're ultimately referring to, all right, uh, 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 Yahweh, um, Jehovah. Um, in this instance, he would lit his title. The facet of his title is literally Elohim, the all-existing one. All right. The so three tactics, and we're going to go through them quickly. We went through this on Sunday, and of course, everyone is always invited to go back on Facebook and enjoy enjoy our entire service, uh, uh, starting beginning with our opening prayer. And, um, and our wonderful praise and worship, uh, our announcements, so that we always know where we're, where we're uh, uh, what's going on. Number one, can anyone remember what number one was, what number one is? There's three tactics that Satan uses. Take it away. Take it away. All right. That is through the realm of power, because if I have something, and I'm not willing to give it to you, 
and you're not willing to negotiate. And guess what? Satan is not a negotiator. All right? Well, God isn't either. Well, maybe that's a subject for another Bible study. God can be all things to all people whenever he chooses to. He can be sovereign. Mm -hmm. He can be revealing. We're talking about his three wheels. Yeah. All right? And he can be permissive. Yeah. Or he can not permit. All right? It's up to God because, guess what, boys and girls? He's God. <laughs> All right? The mad king gets to do what the mad king wants to do, whether you agree with it. I'm not about earthly kings. Congress does what it wants to do, whether you agree with it or not. The two houses of Congress, all right, the House of Representatives or the Senate. They're both Congress, but the two separate houses, all right? The President of the United States has this wonderful tool that, uh, that, that the President of the United States has. And, it begin, and it's two words, executive order. Executive order. order. Amen. Let's all say it together. Executive, Executive order. order. Can anyone in 30 seconds explain what the President of the United States, what the, what the power they have, what is an executive order? Can you speak up? When the President pulls rank. When the you got, I gave you 30 seconds. You hit the nail on the head in four seconds. When the president, when the POTUS, the president of the United States, pulls rank. Now, there's some things the president cannot do by itself. All right? There's a thing called the act of war. Only Congress, the House of Representatives, your local congressman or co congressman or congresswoman, which comprises of the 50 states, the Senate, there's two representatives for each state. So there's a total of 50. All right. Um, Puerto Rico is not is, is a common common state. This is not represented. Um, Alaska is and 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 I believe New Mexico. Um, so there's 50 states, but we also have other uh, um, Commonwealth states. But the 50 states that have been ratified, the Senate has two representatives for each state, 50 states, 100 senators, all right? The House of Representatives, which more commonly we, we know more of is uh, Congress, depends on the size of the state and how many districts they have, all right? The President of the United States can get on television like President George Bush Jr. did and sell everything on why we should go against go to war against Iraq and he can pitch his marketing plan his business plan to the people of the United States and as convincing as it may be that's all it is it's a plan on his desk in the green room unless Congress signs is literally called the act of war AOW act of war if Congress doesn't vote you doesn't vote and win the votes and it's usually by what president what affiliation they are Democrat that's usually what falls down Republican goes down all right think of every war that we've been in 18 war of 1812 the Spanish war 
World Wars One and Two, Korean War, Vietnam War, Desert Storm, uh, 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 Desert Storm, um, uh, um, the war against terror, and the war against drugs. They're not acts of wars, but but what what I want us to understand uh, 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 briefly here is is when you live in a democracy, we don't get the full force of a sovereign government. Now, go to Russia, and you have the full force of a sovereign government. Cuba, all right? We like to call them communist countries or and subject for another time, and this isn't a conspiracy theory, but it's just amazing that America, every country, every country that, that has a leader that doesn't have to answer to anyone, we vilify them, and we make them out to be horrible despots or, or uh, dictators, um, and it's just because they're different from us, and, and uh, but former President Donald Trump came along and was very envious of North Korea and Russia. Why? Because, and once again, subject for another time, but America, we should brace for at the very least, at the, and this isn't prophetic, it's just reading the tea leaves, at the very least, former President Donald Trump as being the forerunner for the Republic on the ticket for the Republican Party as candidate for the presidency of the United States. He won't go to trial. He won't. No. All right. He's already paid the sacrifice. He's already been, he's already paid the price for the sacrificial lamb. And, and, uh, and, um, and then, of course, it's up to the American people. Oh, was it up to the American people the first time with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? Yeah, the American people voted, right? I lost y'all, didn't I? No. Stay on topic, right? Yeah, yeah. Follow the, just follow the Hansel and Gretel trail here. We're talking about realms. We're talking about kingdoms. We're talking about kings and democracy and, and why God doesn't give us a vote in everything. And, and why when you're born in North America or born in democratic or Republican countries, we, 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 and, and when people come from maybe Barbados or from countries that were, that were colonies or colonized by the Queen of England or by, or by England or Britain, and we kind of laugh and scoff at them because, you know, the, the queen is on, is on the head of their dollar. Like, like we have a better government than they do. All right. But whenever 100 men and women can't, can't come to a general idea of what's best for your life and given even more the House of Congress, where you have literally hundreds and hundreds of men and women who may not always have your agenda best. And now you're wondering why maybe the country's not going right. All right. God says in Ecclesiastes, I counsel myself. 
You don't have a vote. You don't. I'll listen to you. But it doesn't mean I have to take your advice. God listened to Moses. God told Moses, get away from these people. They're stiff-necked, they're honoring, they're belligerent. And Moses petitioned God. But it wasn't that Moses' petition was so compelling that God was like, oh, you know what? You know what, Big Mo? I never looked at it that way. You know what? You got a point. You know, let me, um, let me mull this over. <laughs> right? No. He repented or changed his mind. What if God was literally testing Moses to see if he would fulfill his mandate of being the first typology of a shepherd that the Bible has recorded? Amen? So, number one, take it away. Power. I'm going to read uh, Job, the first chapter, verses uh, 1 and 12. Uh, 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 well, you know what? Let me, let me just go. I'm going to give you the scripture. Number one, the first realm. Uh, of Satan's kingdom tactics, not earthly tactics, kingdom tactics. Ephesians tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in the spirit realm. Number two, hide it away. All right? Through the realm of deceit. All right? So a realm, and I'm going to give a next, I'm going to give a very definitive uh, uh, definition of what a realm is, a, 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 uh, a uh, dictionary definition. All right, number one, taken away through the realm, through the kingdom authority of power. All right, if we don't nail down our salvation, Satan has certain powers to rustle it out of our hands. Well, pastor, that's never happened before. How can you say that? What's your theology on power being rustled away by, through power or deceit or explaining it away? Number three. Well, there was this first family called Adam and Eve, and they possessed the earth. They already had their assignments. Isn't it interesting how often Satan waits because he is not a creator he does not have creative powers. All he can do is pervert what God has spoken. So oftentimes Satan has to wait until God has spoken over your life. Or he sees tendencies in your life, maybe even from childbirth or in the spirit realm, because you don't know what's been prophesied over your life in the heavens before the worlds were framed. Wisdom says, I've been with God from the very beginning. I don't know what was spoken in the heavenly realm over my uh, my name is not Brian in the heavens I have another name we all have another name that's never been spoken and won't be spoken into our ears until Christ calls us by our new name but by then we'll be putting out our new heavenly robe and we'll be getting a key to our mansion come on is that all right can we give God praise on that I think that's praiseworthy 
a name, a robe, you get a name, you get a new wardrobe, and you get a new house. You get a new home. And in my father's house, all right, the three realms, the three powers, and there are many more, but just for the sake of time, and, and they roll, each of them has the word uh, take, take it um, uh, away, take it away through power, through the realm of power, the authority of power, hide it away through the authority of deceit, and explain it away through the realm of knowledge. I don't have the scripture in front of me, but it's it's 2 Chronicles. Um, I always pray for revelation beyond what I've studied, beyond what I've learned, beyond my own natural knowledge and ability to learn and absorb information, uh, uh, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's a sermon, whether it's whether someone calls me on the phone, someone calls me on dialysis, I get phone calls, and some are very, very serious, they're very, very dire, and family situations and and as I'm ascertaining that call as I'm as I'm getting an idea of what that call is uh, um, Lord right now I myself don't have the ability to be in the moment here give me wisdom give me anybody ever prayed that prayer give me spiritual knowledge right now give me revelation I, Brian, I don't want Brian to speak. I can speak to earthly examples if it's kids. Yeah, well, my kid, but that may not apply to your situation. I want God to speak to me because we're all his children. So just now, there's a passage, I believe, in Second, in Second Chronicles. But if someone will, if someone will look up, um, you can Google it or in your, in your Bible, or, uh, two words, lying spirit. L-Y, I've referred to this scripture dozens of times over the years. Because even we as believers, we, we, we tend to limit God on his authority as, once again, I'm using the Game of Thrones as a reference as the Mad King. All right? As the ruler over all of the realms. All right? So there was a round table in heaven. And God wanted to, God, God wanted to, he wanted to accomplish something. And he had all of his generals there, his chief angels. And, but guess what he invited? He invited a demonic spirit to his round table. All right? Because the sovereign God can summon or dismiss whoever he wants to. Can you? Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can, can you read that loud, please? Mm -hmm. Verses uh, 20 and 21. It says, Finally, a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord, and said, I will entice him. By what means? The Lord asked. I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets, he said. Can you read the verse above that? Verse 19. Uh, and the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab, king of Israel, into attacking Ramoth Gil Gilead and go to his death? Go to his death there. One suggested this and another that. Ahab, one of the most wicked figures in the entire Bible. In the entire Bible. 
probably only surpassed by his own wife, Jezebel. <laughs> and Jezebel isn't vilified because she wore makeup. She was a queen. She was supposed to wear makeup. Let, let First Lady Jill Biden come out like she just came out of the garden with, with, with blue jeans on and overalls and, and, and she would be, she would be, she would be killed, right? You expect a general, a five-star general in the armed forces to come out in their garb that represents their title, right? Queen Jezebel was a queen. And she's simply dressed in royal garb, and there's no more to it than that. So if, if we haven't matured upon that point, there's no, the spirit of Jezebel has nothing to do with a 14-year-old girl who wants to wear makeup. And, and how, many, how many girls have we killed? I mean, literally, spiritually and figuratively destroyed and given boys the wrong idea by words like hussy right. and Jezebel. And Bathsheba being whorish. Bathsheba was a subject in King David's kingdom. If King David said, I want you, you didn't have the only choice, you, the only option you had. And I don't even want to say it like this because I don't want to speak to any bodily harm. But the only choice you had not to become part of the king's harem was to was for your life to. Well, distance yourself from this realm. All right? Because there was no Learjet to go into another country. All right? We saw this with Queen Esther. We see this throughout the Bible. If a sovereign king, if the mad king <laughs> who rules over the seven thrones decides today you're a prince, now you're a pauper. Guess what? All of your generations of wealth is stripped and you now become a pauper the decree of the king is the decree of the king that's why that's why that the bible doesn't jive well with democracies because you know there's a saying about how many cooks should be in the kitchen and i believe we can all agree on this how many cooks what's the best number of cooks the optimum number of cooks to be in a kitchen at one time. One. Add two. Got too many. Right? Once again, Ecclesiastes. God said, I, now he's talking about the Godhead. All right? The Father, Yeshua. And this is Bible study, right? So we learn. Christ was not the begotten Son until he was born of the Virgin Mary. All right? He... Until that, he was, still, he was still God. He was still God, but now he became God and flesh. So, for a very technical meaning, before he came through the earth realm, realm, there's a word realm again, uh, he became subject, his flesh became subject to the ruler of this realm. His name is Satan. His name is Satan. Yeah. When Christ, I'm going to read a little bit, when he came out of the wilderness, right? Y'all stay with me here, because I'm not making this stuff up, all right? When Satan wanted to take Christ to a mountaintop, the flesh of Christ had to go, because 
he was obedient to the rule of this realm. Now, he could have pulled his divinity. But since you and I are not divine and Christ had not died and risen yet, we did not have divinity. So Christ had to prove before he became the sacrifice, he had to prove that he could be tempted in like manner as you and I would and sin not, not as the divine God, but as Jesus, the son of Joseph, the carpenter. Woo! That might be praiseworthy. Amen. That might be praiseworthy. So when God comes, when Christ comes along later and God says, I have made you joint heirs with my only begotten son. So if Christ lived and didn't sin, it doesn't mean that we won't sin. But once we become believers, it means that we won't we don't have to die in our sin because Christ did not die in his sin. It's, I've really turned over another corner there and there's a lot to unpack there. So I'm going to move ahead. Any questions or any comments? The three realms. Let's read them off real quick. Take it away. Explain it away. All right. Here's what I have in my notes for explain it away. Through the realm of knowledge and on Mother Hill, if you can, just so they won't think I'm trying to hoodwink them. In the realm of, and uh, explain it away, in the realm of education, I mean, uh, uh, knowledge. Can you see what I have in parenthesis there? Uh, right there. Um, medical, scientific, educational, and psychological. Mm-hmm. And in my other notes, in my note on my phone, I'm on my phone, I have religious, religion. The last one, explain it away through the realm of knowledge, gnosis. Now, right? Greek word for knowledge. Through religion, man's religion. Now, right? Well, isn't our religion man's religion? Well, God did tell us in the New Testament that true religion is to take care of the fatherless and the orphans. So there is a true religion that God ordains that is separate from man's religion. But let's think of these pillars, the medical community, the scientific community, educational, and the psychological. Elder Jones, will you, will you help me take my jacket off? Da, 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 da. No. Don't do that. No. <laughs> see, oh, I got somebody. I, see, I got somebody. I got somebody. I got somebody to roll with me now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I told you Sunday. I said I like you. We we gonna get along just fine. Oh, can you flip it on right? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I think I made myself hot. What is the definition of realm? Um, this is according to, idiom, to uh, idiomolo uh, uh, idiomology, um, the study of words. 
defines it as kingdom domain under a sovereign or royal jurisdiction. A realm is a domain. It is a piece of property that, is, that has a king or a president over it that is subject to an overall king. All right? That's what a colony is. That's what colonization is. All right? In the, 16, in the, late, six, in the late 1500s, uh, a ship that a, a, uh, a British ship uh, uh, boarded, illegally boarded another ship and the ship had all these spices on it. Uh, cloves, garlic, and, um, and, uh, yeah. And, and they found, uh, tons and tons of spices and vanilla beans and, and sugar. And, and when they asked, you know, where y'all coming from? Thank you so much, sir. And they told them, we're from India. So the British government said, wow, we can make a lot of money. So they had them follow them back to India. This is a true story. And over the next 15, 20 years, whew, thank you. Uh, the British government started sending ships to the country of India overseas. And, and through the realm of power, they took India from the people who had lived there from the beginning of time. And they formed and they made India a colonized country. And they took anything that they wanted, spices, uh, uh, um, sugars, anything that they produced that was worth wood. All right. And they took people, they took slaves. All right. Does that sound familiar? Jamaica, Jamaica just won their independence in 1957. Anybody know the world history? I mean, this was, I was born in 1961, three or four years before I was born. Jamaica just won its independence from Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's mother, her father. It would have been Queen, Eliz Queen Elizabeth, Queen Mother, who just passed. It would have been Prince Charles, his grandfather. Y'all got it? Can we think about that for a minute? Jamaica just won their independence three, four years before I was born. From Prince Charles's father, a whole country was their slave. Countries, and and I'm going somewhere here. I'm not, I'm not, this is just not the ramblings of a mad preacher. The 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 territory of the Congo. All right, and one of the most notorious modern day. Um, uh, history has hidden him because he's been superseded by Hitler's and Idi Amin's. But 
the king of Belgium took over the nation, the territory of what we now call the Congo, all right, because of one raw material. We make tires from it. We make rubber, I'm giving it away, rubber bands because of the rubber tree. In fact, his name was King Napoleon, King of Belgium. And one of his tactics was before you could run away, they would take a hatchet and they would take children, especially boys. And they, once they determined what, what dominant hand you were, they would take a hatchet and they would cut off the other arm at the elbow. Because even if you got away, you can cover tattoo, you can cover scar, you can cover burn mark, but you can't. So generations, you can Google it after church. In fact, somebody Google it now, just, just for our proof. We don't have to. We're talking about realms and authorities. And at that time, Belgium was a part, was like we would have the United Nations today. Belgium was, was part of these international treaties. But because rubber became so vital to all economies, there'd be no Firestone. <laughs> Airplanes wouldn't be able to land. Railroads. 18-wheelers that move the nations. Think of how rubber, before plastic, think how rubber as a raw, as a, as a raw material from the rubber plant, from the rubber tree, revolutionized industry across the globe. And Belgium had when a, had a 100% lockdown. And it made Belgium one of the wealthiest countries on the planet for hundreds of years before nations couldn't hide it any longer. And, and nations started coming against them too. It's just civil rights issues. I just told you as an example. As an example. So you have six, seven generations. You had grandfathers whose sons had only one arm and whose grandkids' sons only had one arm and then their sons' great-grands only had one arm. All right? This is, these are earthly, these are earthly realms run by earthly men. Adolf Hitler was the, was the self-proclaimed president for life or king of a kingdom called Germany. Now I'm getting at some earthly men here, all right? Because if earthly men can cause this much havoc on humans, can deliver this much pain and suffering, on other human beings. 
Now imagine Satan as the temporary ruler or king of the entire earth realm. And these three tactics are just three of his many tactics that he employs, just like the king of, uh, of Belgium used. And that was just one of many. And you can go all through history and, 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 and find all kind of atrocities of, um, of Hitler. We're all very, very familiar. There's no, there's no need to rehash the, the tactics that, that, uh, that he used. There's no sense in rehashing the tactics that slave owners used. And as a nation, America didn't just stand by and watch, but our two houses of Congress were actually partakers and, and, and made law to benefit through slavery. Any questions or any comments? I feel my help coming on because I'm cooling down. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll now, baby. From the word realm, and you can just trust me on this. Um, uh, someone go to, I'm going to give you a website. And someone turn to this quickly. E-T-Y, well, you know, tell me when, whoever's ready, tell me when you're ready. Yeah. I'm going to finish. Okay. E-T-Y-M-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com. Edimon, Edimon online. It's etymology is the word, but it's they shortened it online. E T Y M O N L I N E dot com. It's going to take you to a website. It's going to take you to a spot called Etymology Dictionary. Unlike the Webster Dictionary, this is another layer. This is this is a more granular. This is a more this is. This is the mic this is the microscope turned up uh, turned up 100 times closer to your subject. Now right? Linguistics is the study of languages, the history and the study of of languages. Etymology is the history and the study of words. All right? All right. 50 to 60% of the English language is Dutch. The next largest percentage is German. How many knew that? The English language. All right. We live in the state. What's the state we live in? This is easy stuff. I'm not, this, is, this, is, I'm not, this isn't trickery. What's the state we live in? New York. Right. Well, the settlers were Dutch. And where they came from in Dutch land, the most of the settlers came from a region called York. So they came to the new land. The inhabitants here, overseas shells, 
Can I just talk to you? Can I speak truth to truth? Right? Amen. That Manhattan and well, what, what shall we thou name is this new place? We have left our place of York and we are in this new place. I wish we had York in this new York. New York. Chocolate and peanut butter. Let's smash them together. That was kind of corny, wasn't it? But that's a fact. New York is named New York because it's New York. How many have been to the great city of Memphis? Mother Hill's never been there. Tennessee. And of course she has. It's the home of and the still the headquarters of Church of God in Christ uh, National Church. All right. Well, Memphis comes from the exact name of the city that was the, we're still talking about domains, that was the capital of early Egypt. Memphis was the capital of Egypt. And they served two or three main gods. Hmm. Because gods don't go away. Spirits don't die. They're like Florida State in the 80s. They don't go away. They just retool. Football, right? The spirits of antiquity are the spirits of today. All right? Beyonce, Yoruba tribe. Mother Hill, our family on our mother's side, we're of the Yoruba tribe in Africa. Their main god is, one of their main gods is Oris. All right? She's, she, her husband was take, another, another god took her husband. And so she weeps. So whenever you see Beyonce, hmm, with tears painted on her and her crown, Oris had golden eagle wings and a headdress made of gold. When you see Beyonce with a golden headdress and eagle wings and tears painted, it's because she worships the god of Oris. And Sasha Fierce is the is 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 the is the spirit that she summons of Oris to come into her before she goes on stage. And I know Pastor gets crazy and it's not all that, but when we let our kids, when we ourselves, I've, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, Facebook, she's a witch. I'm just not afraid to say it. And I'm not interested in a mega church. If I have to, if I have to, I mean, it means if I have to dumb down the gospel and I'm not speaking to anybody or anything, but, you know, if the price I have to pay to have a Rolls Royce is is to not speak and and support and then yeah I'm deep in it now am I yeah 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 there should be a and Jay-Z too there should be a record burning <laughs> Saints I am not
plane. The ancient god of Memphis, Egypt, is in Tennessee. Maybe that's why God, I'm not speaking for God, I don't, but maybe that's why God said, I, 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 I want to bring redemption. Let me bring the Holy Spirit to Memphis. We don't know, it may, we may never know what Memphis might be today if it wasn't for Bishop Charles Mason. All right, can somebody say Memphis Grizzlies? What's going on with the Memphis Grizzlies right now? The entire Memphis Grizzlies team is under demonic spell. Violence, gangs. Satan's realm. Satan is the temporary ruler of this realm. And God allows him certain privileges and he gives him certain, a certain amount of rope that will eventually hang himself by and certain authorities and certain powers in the earth realm. in the earth realm. realm and since we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and uh, uh, Satan represents himself in the earth realm and he uses Sasha fierce in the earth realm but it is literally him pushing his spiritual agenda upon humans in the earth realm because he has temporary rulership in the earth realm Beyonce was being interviewed by Oprah. And if Oprah said it, it must be true. And Oprah's like, well, tell us about you. And she's literally like, I don't know what comes over me. But before I go on, how many, how many of y'all heard this? Don't like, if y'all heard, don't, don't make me. It's not just Oprah. But I channel her, and that's not me. I'm very shy. And I'm very, and, um, and, and when, I, when I go on stage, the people want something. So I channel her, and she comes into me. And I become someone else. I, I become something else. I become animated by the spirit, Sasha Fierce. I sent y'all videos last year, months ago. Denzel Washington. Oh, I know I'm in trouble now. I know I'm in trouble now. Will Smith. Just think of all the stuff that Will Smith and his wife and all that. Just think of... Just think of that as spiritual activity, demonic spiritual activity over certain. And, and when Will Smith got the role for Muhammad Ali, Denzel Washington gave him this bit of advice. And these are them telling their own, we're not making this up. And he taught him how to channel the spirit of Muhammad Ali. Now, Muhammad Ali is still living. Why don't you just go to Muhammad Ali and That's talk to him? Right. Why do you have to channel the spirit of Muhammad Ali when Muhammad Ali was still living? You have Parkinson's disease. That's your body. That's not your mind. And he summoned the spirit that was behind Muhammad Ali. 
and doesn't watch it. That's how I'm so successful. I summon spirits. When Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, and the very next interview, the very next interview, Denzel Washington did, because it was Denzel Washington and Tyler Perry that pulled him to the side at the academies, and they were talking to him in the corner. Are y'all with me so far? Am I making this up? The very next interview he did, he said, he kind of looked off to the side, I study body language, and many of us do this, not up. And, and, and he kind of looked off, and he said, and he said, a spirit got in him. Those were his exact words as to why Will Smith reacted the way he did. Denzel Washington, who coached him. All right, I, we're bored. Let's get to the work here. Is this good? Any, any questions or any comments? Let me let me stop talking. When I rededicate my life back to the Lord, I think I was like 33 or something like that. Something. Anyway, when my mother gave me these books, and one of them was called, I think I mentioned it to you, The Three Battlegrounds. And in this book, it talks about these are the three arenas of spiritual warfare. The mind, the church, and the heavenly places. And so with that, when I came here to Syracuse, I saw it right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Like the stronghold mm -hmm. that was in, there was a mental one, a lot of mental. Yeah. I seen that because it seemed like everywhere I went on the bus, everywhere I went, I'm like, oh my goodness, like everybody here don't have their right state of mind and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you saw a lot of poverty, a lot of you know ignorance. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to Faith by Love, I see what the five strongholds were that I know that they prayed against was racism, poor self esteem, poverty, ignorance, and religion. And one thing I saw here, you gotta throw religion in there, you know. And so when I came here, I, and what are the, I don't know if you ever heard, heard of his name is Prophet Aaron Evans. Mm -hmm. So, no. whatever regions he goes to, or whatever different areas that he goes to, yes, they don't know him. Mm -hmm. So, he was able to see certain things that was going on. And yes. he gave us this little trick, not a trick, but a little advice. And he said that whenever you're being attacked by the enemy, drive out 21 miles. Because after 21 miles, they don't have jurisdiction in this realm, in this area. Woo! So every single time when I used to be attacked or something would go on and I drive, mm -hmm. I get clarity mm -hmm. about what's going on. Or like mm -hmm. when I go down to Jersey, I used to love driving down to Jersey because the Lord would give me instructions. It would give me clarity because I left that in the jurisdiction. You were out of, wow. I was at, because they didn't know me. Yeah. You know, when you go through Pennsylvania, when you go through certain areas, mm -hmm. it's spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like said, the scripture says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Like I would, I would tell my wife, listen, you can't make this a black and white thing. This, mm -hmm. this is bigger than that. It's yeah. a spiritual warfare. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that. Yeah. If that's God's child, and if God says, listen, how could you say you love me and don't love now, your brother and right. sister right. who mm -hmm. you see and you don't see me? The love of God is not yes. you. Don't that's mean right. that we don't agree with them mm -hmm. or we don't, you mm -hmm. know, we don't have to like them or whatever. But the Bible clearly tells us that we need to love them. Yes. You know, and pray. 
and, and that's the spiritual. That is such a truth. Yes. Yeah. You know, so when the truth. That is, is a thing of that. That's why the city is, has such a stronghold because the spirit of religion has separated the body of Christ. That the body can't come together as one to break these strongholds in this city. Mm -hmm. Because remember when Jesus said uh, the disciples came back to him, said, "Master, we can't, we can't uh, deliver this person." Yeah. He said, "This kind, this yep. kind." Yep. That's right. Only come out from prayer. There, there's levels. There's right. There's yes. levels and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know. So, but there's a big, yeah, big. You know, just like like you said. You know, we go to different countries, different places. You can see it. You yeah. know, if you're in tune. Yeah. There's, there's regions. Yeah. The Prince of Persia. That was spiritual. That prince had a, number one, prince. So that means there was, that was a dominion and a throne. And someone, if you're a prince, you're not a king. So someone had to give that demonic spirit, had to assign them or give them that territory. And of course, yeah. Satan. Yeah. Right? And, and, uh, um, Ella Jones, when we was just here, just the two of us, we were basically talking right around some of the same things that, that Ella Napoleon was just saying, right? Uh, uh, um, uh, um, the, the body of Christ, we need, we, and, I, and once again, it's kind of get on to another subject, but when we don't exercise wisdom and are not, and are not confident in the authority that we have, then, then what makes us feel uncomfortable around people that have alternative lifestyles? What makes us so uncomfortable around people that, 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 that may not be where we are? Because the Bible says you may not have been this, or you may not have been that, but you were once one of something. Because we were all born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But you may not have done this thing, but, but you were something. <laughs> just because I didn't name it in the Bible, there's too many, there's too much sin to name every single name in the Bible. And of course, men become, mankind becomes more wicked and more wise. So we become, we, we devise more ways to sin and more categories of sin as technology and as cloning, AI. So now sin is still sin in the root of it, but man becomes more, more creative. And uh, but but brother, I I I am not only going to disagree with what you said. I'm I'm signing off on it. Everything um, going back and forth to North Carolina so often, and it's a long, you know, anywhere from anywhere from eight to twelve hours. And when we first started going down, when Trish and I first uh, were married, and we would leave at night. Our kids were small, so we'd go at night. And that's the best time to travel when you have, especially you have kids. And well, when is when is the witching hour, literally. And we're riding through, we're, we're, riding, we're riding through through such a rich heritage of everything from slavery to sons of the Confederates to, and we don't know, and the American Indian, the American Indian, uh, um, the rain dance is not to provoke Jehovah to produce rain. All right? The North Americas, before European settlers got here, before, before Africans were brought here, we didn't come on our own, but before, well, there were travelers here. Let's get that right. Nope, nope, nope. 
uh, it's pretty much fact that that the continent of Africa were the first visitors of North America. That's artifacts. I've already proven that. But you know, he who owns he he who owns stuff owns history and gets to rewrite history. But the Indians, as they are, are the in, are the oldest inhabitants of North America. All right, and so these grounds have been saturated with, and you know we have almost every um, eight out of ten African Americans now have Indian blood. So once again, I'm not coming for anybody or any or any or any people, right? Right. Um, uh, it's it's one of the it's one of the most challenging groups of people to witness to is American Indians because they have such a steep history in their traditions and in their in their uh, uh, religions. Um, I had a point and the point went out of my head. Uh, oh, yes, very quickly. And if there's any comments, I'm going to move ahead. We're driving down. Thank you. Thank you. And just at night, and I'm the only one awake, and, and it was three or four years, and I was just, we got married in 86, I really gave my life to Christ around 87, 88, I mean, for real, real, not, not playing, you know, for real, real, right, for real, real, you know, for real, real, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know I, I still had an emery board. Stop it. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm delivered. Isn't that what really counts now? Isn't that what counts? All right, all right. I got, you can, no, smell, no, 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 right, I'm good. But as I began to pick up, it's not that I could pick up individual spirits or, or, or demonic activities by, but there were certainly regions, like the car would get cold, car would get warm. Radio station will go out. Radio station will come in. I'm telling you, this thing is so real. But, but if we're not tuned in, or something, a teaching, or or revelation, or assignment by God, or just desiring to know the deep, the deeper things of God, and and literally asking God to, but be, be careful what you ask for. Lord, I want to be once again. Be careful what you. You don't have to ask for it. Lord, I want to be sensitive to the spirit realm. And don't just name him. Now, I don't want to scare anyone. Amen? But you start to see some crazy stuff. And experience things. And, and stuff where, you know, you move your head and stuff keeps moving. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, yeah, I don't want the people listening here. And, and, um, and, um, I mean, People gotta be with this is spiritual. We, we, we're, we're a spirit who has a soul that lives inside of a body. We're, we're looking through the, through the lenses of our spirit, mm -hmm. and, yep. you know. And, and people, mm -hmm. you know, they yep. this is for real. Yep. I mean, really I was at, when I was in the hospital, and I was sitting up in there. I mean, I saw some stuff in the spirit realm. You know, I saw people who were in that room. Mm -hmm. Who died? And, you know, well, you know, I was just seeing this thing, 
their physical person was no longer there. No longer come there. on, come on, Doc. You know, and I wasn't on no drug because I had stopped mm -hmm. them from yep. hitting me up with some good stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I didn't want my body to be the, I my mother's here. State of mind. My mother's here. This, there's and then all of a sudden he just mm -hmm. said to me, Holy Spirit, you know what to do. Mm -hmm. Right then and there, I threw me on some worship music, mm -hmm. started worshiping, started lifting up his mm -hmm. name, and all of a sudden it just started ceasing because yep. it was trying to infiltrate, it was trying to put fear, mm -hmm. trying yeah. to put things on me. But I was mm -hmm. able to see the spirit realm of what was happening and what was going on. Mm -hmm. And if we're not careful enough, yeah, and what we entertain. You know, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, yep. the, the gates. You got to protect the gates. Oh, yep. You know, which is the eyes, the mm -hmm. ears, the yep. mouth. You know, the uh, um, there's. I've had a few experiences in medical field that my family. I just, I just choose not to share. And um, not that they're horrible, but in maybe some other settings. Uh, um, but there, 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 there are, there are gateways from the spirit realm into the earth realm. And from the earth realm into and what the what the world what Satan has done with with media is and even going back to the original form of media which is books you know as soon as, as, soon as the invention of the printing press and and even before then they were just writing out things one copy here and and, uh, and then plays the Dark Ages um, um, the invention of plays and 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 um, and uh, um, uh, Shakespeare, and and then on to what media is even now. One of the greatest tricks Satan has ever played on humans is that he doesn't exist. So if you make something comical, if you make something fun, or if you present it in such a way so many times, almost buffoonish, almost then it then it's then it becomes entertainment and it doesn't become real. So Casper the friendly ghost. Now you know, once again, and, and we're gonna get and we're gonna read Jesus was after crossing Jordan, Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost, not spirit. Sometimes those words are interchangeable in the New Testament. Or an Old Testament, mostly New Testament, but sometimes they're very specific classifications on why the scriptures use ghost versus spirit. Sometimes they're interchangeable, and that's all right if we see them interchangeable. You can say Jesus Christ, you can say Christ Jesus. All right, Jesus first speaks to his speaks to the speaks to the man of the divine. When you put Christ first, it prioritizes the divine of the man. I'll say that one more time. In most instances, when we use Jesus Christ first, it speaks to the man of the divine. When we use Christ Jesus first, it usually speaks to the divine of the man. Because he just happened to be the only one who was both at the same time in the earth realm. Alright? So, in Luke, he after crossing Jordan, he went into the wilderness full of the Holy Ghost. A ghost like Casper is always looking for a place to dwell. Spirits in general, the Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning, 
Genesis 1 and 1. In the beginning. I, I really, I'm having trouble. I'm not, I'm, I don't like to say trouble issues. So let, let somebody scream it out. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Right? I know it. I just want, I'm trying to, I'm trying to trick y'all here. All right? We can turn to it. It's all right. Genesis 1 to 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right? And the earth was without form or void. And the ghost, and the ghost did what? The ghost hovered. It doesn't matter what version you read. Right? In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth, and the earth was a form of void, and the ghost. Or what does it say? Spirit. Why didn't it say ghost? Because the ghost wasn't in the water. The spirit wasn't in the water. Once again, you know, we're splitting hairs here, but this is Bible study. This is where we learn, right? And what I have, Maya Angelo, when you learn, teach. When you give, when you receive, give. So as I get it, why would I, God didn't call me to teach, to keep stuff to myself, Right? Cinderella shoe, doesn't fit. You don't have to, right? But there are applications in our lives where we can be granular, very specific in our prayers, all right? And if you want your children to be saved, all right, you can be very specific and say, Lord, fill them with the Holy Ghost. Yes, Mother. When you said uh, the difference in using Jesus Christ and Christ Jesus, Mm-hmm. Yes. In general, once again, it's not a hard rule. When we say the term Jesus Christ, we're referring to the we're referring to the man and the divinity. All right? The man, the divine. Jesus, Jesus, proper way to say it, was his birth name. That's what Joseph and Mary named him. God named him Messiah. That's God's name for the child that would be the king of kings and lord of lords. That was born in a manger. That would, the three kings followed the Easter star. God named him Messiah. His parents named him Jesus, which was today and still is a very popular name in Latin, especially in Latin America. Eastern Europe, fighters, every, and, you know, Ella Jones, maybe you can help me. How come there's never been a heavyweight named Jesus? How come all Jesus fighters, boxers, they're always bantam, they're 122 pounds? I mean, just a thought. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, right? And I'm speaking in general terms. When we say Christ Jesus, all right, in general, it refers to the divine in the man. So we're putting the divinity of Christ in front of the Jesus, in front of the Jesus. All right? When Jesus left, when Jesus crossed the sea, all throughout the Bible, it didn't refer to him, and Christ left from feeding the 5,000 
and crossed over, and there was a tempest in the sea, and the waves rose, and while Jesus slept in the bottom, while Christ slept in the bottom of the ship, the disciples came and said, Master, we're going to die if you don't save us. They woke up Jesus. But when Peter was on the water, he wasn't talking to Jesus did not tell him, come to me. Christ told him to come to me. Jesus was still on the boat. The man divine was still on the boat. The divine man was in the water telling Peter, don't look down, look at me. Omnipresence. Somebody sing a Negro spiritual or something. <laughs> it's kind of all right. All right. That walked it. That's right. The only one. Well, Ella Jones, gentleman who we were just talking about, met at Starbucks. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna give everything away. Uber driver. First encounter, I was in the back seat. When somebody's in the driver's seat and you're in the back seat, and I don't carry knives anymore, I mean, I usually carry little pocket knives. I have a flashlight in my pocket right now, and, and, and my pocket knife, TSA took it. I mean, I couldn't even stab my own missing finger with it. But anyway, they took it, right? So I'm waiting to get another one. It was in the, we, you and I got it. It was carbon, had fiber, carbon fiber side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lock Smith down here. And I know you was like, yo, Red paid this much for a knife? You can't even stab anybody with that. I'm like, but it looks cool. So, yeah, so, so, so I'm in the back of an Uber. This is a true story. And I was coming from my home in Camillus to, to my prosthetist on, East Fayette Street, East Side. So it's a minute, and in about two about two minutes into the trip, I realized you need to pray. You need you need you need you need to cover yourself spiritually, and and it just started talking, not crazy stuff because because when we when people are talking their religion, they are ventrilo- just like you and I. I'm a ventriloquist right now. I empty myself. I literally empty myself that God may fill me. Right? I just pray, send revelation. Well, I can't, you can't fill me with revelation if I'm filled with myself. Right? So if God is speaking through me now, then other religions that we may consider non God, then they're channeling through them. And so I just sit in the back seat and I'm like, he can just keep driving. He can just lock the doors and just keep driving. So let me just be quiet. And when I saw where I was going and we we're in the city now and I could just hop out the car and, you know, tuck and roll. And, and I mentioned, I didn't mention pastor. I didn't mention any of that. And, um, and I mentioned Christ. No Jesus. I said Christ. And, and um, 
and he was in the front seat and just put up a book. And I can't remember the title, but I, it was along the terms of Islam. And, and, um, and, um, and by an author, and I just, and uh, he said, I don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Now, I've already prayed for wisdom. I've already prayed for, and so I'm getting out the car, and I'm hopping out. Like everybody's seen me getting out of cars. So I'm in the back seat, I'm holding on, got my bag, and I'm literally hopping out. I'm literally hopping out the car. And I said, I didn't know his name. I said, Will you admit that anybody who walks on water is pretty cool? So just like that. And he kind of, and now I'm not stuck where I'm at, but I stopped moving. I got this leg in the car, this leg on the pavement. And I'm holding on to the back door. And I said, will you admit that anybody who can walk on water is, a pretty, is pretty cool? I said, I, I'm, I don't want to get out the car until you can admit that. And he said, now whether you meant it or not. And said, yeah, 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 yeah. Not knowing that he would be in church Sunday. <laughs> Glory to God. Whether that's a good or bad thing or not. Whether, whether, right, uh, we had an encounter, Starbucks, and we should be careful how we use the word encounter because the word encounter is not, the true meaning of the name is not a good crossing of paths. It comes from the word counter, and it's a root word prefix for out, and then counter attack, counter resistance. So the root word, what, I, what encounter means is, is neither of us want to see each other, and it's probably not going to be bad. All right, I had an encounter with a relative that as soon as I saw him or her, I knew it was going to be bad. That's the true meaning of an encounter. We had an encounter in Starbucks. The only encounter I've ever had at Starbucks, by the way. All right. Our time is escaping us. Let me, let me, let me, uh, I'm having fun. Amen. Amen. So we got the definition of realm. From the word realm, we get related words like regimen. Everyone say regimen. Regimen. All right. Uh, uh, regimen means medical course of diet, exercise, etc., for sake of health, regulation of such matters as influence health. That is the, that is the world definition of regimen. We use it, it's broader now, we use it for, you know, it could be a regimen of, you know, of, of exercise or, or I have a study regimen, but the, 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 the base meaning of regimen is a prescribed course of action by the medical community for your health. All right. One unlikely derivative of the word realm is the often used and just as often misunderstood word derogatory. So regimen and derogatory 
both come from the word realm. Now, because etymology is the study and history of words, they don't have to rhyme. All right, that's called synonyms. All right, they don't have to rhyme. They don't have to. They don't have the same. They don't have to have the same prefixes or suffixes. So, so regimen and derogatory all derive from the word realm. Watch this. I had to do some, this is my own notes here, because remember this is, a, this is an ebook form. I had to do some research to find the connection between realm, meaning domain under a sovereign or royal jurisdiction, and derogatory, which means detracting or tending to lessen authority, rights, uh, or taking something away. All right? So derogatory is word that is used when you strip a king from its realm. When we string together the meanings of the words realm, regimen, and derogatory, it looks something like this, quote-unquote. Within the realm, under God's kingdom, and his royal jurisdiction contains the regimen of biblical laws and precepts that regulate minds, bodies, and our souls against the derogatory regimens of Satan's realms to lessen the authority and rights by taking kingdom authority away from the royal subjects. And the royal subjects are all born-again believers in God's kingdom. Satan's entire plan is to deny or take our blood-born authority as joint heirs with the divine Christ and to and 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 and, and, and to in in derogatory fashion strip us of our authority that we have as children of God. How can you loose what you loose on earth be loosed in heaven? What you bind in heaven loosed on earth if we don't know we have that authority? How can we exercise what, what Christ gave to Peter? Peter, who do people say I am? They say you're Isaiah, uh, 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 Isaiah, one of the prophets. Peter, who do you say I am? I say you're the son of God. Flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. Peter, because you answer right, I'm paraphrasing. The, I am giving you now, Peter, because of your revelation, not you, Peter, specifically, but for all believers. Because, of, because you get the revelation that I am the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, and whoever believeth on me shall be saved. To you is given the keys to the kingdom and the, you just talked about gates earlier, and the gates of hell. Gates represent, if you don't have anything to protect, then why do you have a gate? And if you don't have anything to lock, then why do you have a key? So to you, because of your revelation, Peter, and all that have this revelation after you, are given the keys to the kingdom. So you're given the key to unlock something. So keys always represent power. Everybody say power. power. 
keys always represent power because keys you give us uh, I, I have a storage right now and the key for the storage I haven't used it in a while but Jerry's back and I want to store some stuff I haven't used it in so long the key doesn't work the lock is frozen so I have a key and I have a lock but none of them don't work so I don't have power now I'm gonna get another one that have another one made I, I need to put a new lock on it but if I needed to get in there at that moment maybe I had medication in there maybe I had thirteen thousand dollars in there maybe I had hundred and eighty two thousand dollars in gold bars and I and, and I needed I needed that money what, what whatever it could have been right at that moment I didn't have access to it because I had the key but I didn't have power to you Peter because of your revelation has been given the keys to the kingdom and the gates of hell no kingdom no gates if you don't have a kingdom why do you have gates shall not prevail against not you Peter against the kingdom that I just gave you the keys to as long as your eyes are on the cross Peter as long as you keep your eyes on me you're walking on the water Peter as long as you shut your mouth Peter and don't cut off the ears to the high priest Peter as long as you discipline your flesh Peter you'll possess the keys to the kingdom Satan wants to strip us of our authority we are joint heirs legal term that that's another I'm not I'm not even gonna the the spirit of the prophet is subject the teacher on that one I'm not gonna go down that lane all right I'm gonna skip down in our time and if you want to come back next week and if you want to do a, a, um, a continue on this and take notes write down questions write down comments uh, um, what we're doing now is literally the tip of the iceberg. Um, in this ebook, I have a bonus chapter. Because isn't it always great to get something more than what you paid for? You get to the end, it's like, oh, I got. Oh. Yeah. You thought the bag of chips was done? You was reaching in it, and. But. Right before you crumble it up, you just turned it over in your hand, and five more chips came out. Those are the best five chips you've ever eaten in your life. You're not, you're like. Ugh. Or, Jan, Nick. I can't even look up and nobody, I changed it, see, you, see, y'all mind. I thought, see, yeah, mm -hmm. I switched it up. I caught myself. Mom over here said, I'll take that leg off and beat you with it. Let's do this. In this bonus chapter, I will tease you. The title is, Are You Out of Your Realm? That's the bonus chapter. Can you see that? Yes. Can you read that? Bonus chapter. Are you out of your realm? Mm. That's, the, that's the bonus chapter. Ask ourselves. Am I out of my, let's put it another way, am I out of my element? Have I gotten, a, a, have I, have I gotten so far from the source of my power? Have I gotten so far away from the source of my peace? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to show Facebook, but 
I believe it's this arm, but if y'all can see that, probably can't see it's a little faded. But <sighs> the joy of the Lord is my peace. The, no, the, I gotta get it right. The joy of the Lord is my strength, Nehemiah. And this here, Trish calls us my, no disrespect to anyone. When I first got this, came home, she said, it looks like a prison tattoo. I'm like, what you know about the prison tattoo? I don't know, but if it had one, that's what it looked like. It looked like you're in a concentration camp. This is literally the fish symbol. This is the Greek capital letters of Jesus Christ, Son of God. And in English, those capital, the first letter of each of those words, Jesus Christ, X, Christ in Greek, capital, is always represented as an X. Jesus Christ, Son of God, is literally the first letter of each word in English and transliterated, it literally spells F-I-S-H. So who has a, is there a fish symbol on your, on, is that a, is that a, is that a Bible cover? Is there a fish symbol on it? Who else has a Bible? You bought a Bible cover. Most, like a hardcover like that, like that your Bible goes in. Most have the fish symbol on it. You see, you see bumper stickers and it'll just have the fish symbol. That wasn't because Jesus turned, multiplied the fish. The fish symbol literally means, is F-I-S-H, but the Greek first letter, capital letter, of the Greek word Jesus Christ, Son of God, literally is transliterated as fish. And that's why you have the fish symbol on your Bibles and your. Mm -hmm. Well, isn't this a trivia night? Mm -hmm. Let's let's let let's do this. Ella Jones ought to have about 24 bullets in the chamber by now. I know he's biting at the bits, Bible study. <laughs> Let's read for our assignment this week for a while. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 14. All right? And Will, it's, it's, it's about eight minutes off. All right? Luke chapter 4. Verses 1 through 14. All right. And just to pique your interest. And, and, and I pray right now that the Holy Spirit pour over you a, a inquisitive spirit. And as you study and, and this out, all right, I'm going to read verse 1, and I'm going to read verse 14. I'm not going to give any commentary on it, all right? So Luke chapter 4, verse 1, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan 
and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, I told you I'm not going to give any commentary, but I just spent eight minutes on a diatribe on, in general. Subtle differences between ghost and spirit. He was full of the Holy Ghost, but was led. By the Spirit. Verse 14. Same chapter. And this is King James. Verse 14. And Jesus returned. Once again, it didn't say Christ. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. What is the new name, the new designation of Fourth Sundays? It's based on this passage. Water represents spirit. Represents the divine. Many instances, right? He crossed over Jordan, went into the wilderness, was led, was led into the wilderness, full of the Holy Ghost. And when he came out, he was then led by the Spirit. So before Satan even got it, I said I wasn't going to, all right, I just did what I said I wasn't going to do. <laughs> this is so rich. I, guess, I love this, but I'm just, the Spirit of the teacher is subject to the teacher. And end time, because people will clap back. All right, can we pick up here next week? And and in our text, in our text groups, men, in our text group, but let's shoot. Let's we, we can we can we can we can do this during the week, and just text back and forth. And like, what does this mean? What does that mean? And everybody having their own ideas. I don't have to do all the talking, but this is revealing. This is pulling back layers of passages that. We're all familiar with the three temptations of the temptations of Jesus, Satan, water. He wasn't the bread, water, the bread, uh, bread, stone in the bread. He was still on the ground. He hadn't taken them up yet because on a mountaintop, there's no stones. Nothing looks like bread. There's boulders. They look like buildings. So to have little pebbles that resemble bread, they still had to be on the ground. But because Jesus was subject to the realm of Satan, when Satan said, I want to take you to a mountaintop, the man, Jesus, had to be obedient to him. So he had to go to a mountaintop. Then he said, I want to go to church, as I told you all Sunday. Even when Satan wanted to go to church, he still had to go to Jerusalem. All right, I'll end on this. It's a comical note. I heard a preacher say, not too long ago, but it was an older recording. And he said, uh, he said Satan is so lazy that he won't even walk to church. He'll hitch a ride. I'll let y'all figure that out as we go. Do I need to say that again? You got it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He hitches a ride. Okay, we know it. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for uh, 
unfolding of your word. We thank you for pulling back layers. We thank you for questions and comments and those listening virtually. We pray that 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 we have all enjoyed and been enlightened and and there's a lot of meat on this bone and we have a lot to bullet points to go home in our own studies. And um, and we pray that everyone listening and uh, we know here, we pray everyone listening that you have a a not just a familiarity with Jesus Christ, that you that Jesus Christ is not you're not worshiping the God of your grandparents, the God of your father, the God of the church deacon of your youth. But God wants to have a personal, a very, very personal one-on-one relationship with each and every one of us, an intimate relationship. He wants to know us and he wants us to know him. Timothy, Jesus said, Tim, uh, Tim, as Timothy, as Paul spoke to Timothy, uh, um, as Christ gave utterance, if, if you be in me and my words, if, if, if I abide in you, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. First thing we're going to pray for tonight, the will of the Father, is that every one of our loved ones, everyone that is important to us that does not know Christ, Lord, draw them near unto you. And as Mother Hill's prayer, give them a mind to be saved. Give them a desire, that supernatural desire to be saved. We pray for the body of Christ, not just the key ceiling room, but all over the globe, all those that call on the name of Yeshua, children of light, children of obedience. Strengthen us in these very, very dark hours. We speak to the warring angels, the, 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 the heavenly host, the, the fighting angels, the warring angels, the angels that protect, the angels that actually punch back. <laughs> Those are the angels that we're petitioning for. Let them be at our doorpost as we come in. And let us greet the angels that live in our homes, that are dispatched wherever we are. We speak to the homes and the addresses of our loved ones, our family, our familial, our children, our children's children, our nieces, our nephews, our parents, our grandparents. Uh, all that matter to us are BFFs. We speak to those, to the world that is in dark, that the light of Christ may shine upon them. For we were once children of darkness and someone prayed light into our lives. And after the 150th time, I, Brian, received Christ before it was said too late. How dare I withhold this same mercy and grace for another sinner in the name of Jesus. We speak to the violence we speak to this family. And thank you, Brother Napoleon, for sending that, that out. I had no idea of these, of these, two, these two boys. They're boys. And as Pastor Jones and I were speaking, right before Bible study, I think we were in agreement that just like pastors, and just like school teachers, and just like firefighters, a very large number of law enforcement 
are good, good, good human beings with morals, with ethics. And they abide by not only the common laws that, that, that dictate all humans to live by, but also they abide by the very strict rules and regulations of their jurisdiction, of their realm, of the, author of the authority given them by their, by their municipality of their city or their county or state troopers of their state. And I, even before we all came, Ella Jones and I agreed to pray for these men and women we don't know that, that, that fired the bullets because you and I don't know what guilt they will live with even though they were they may have had full right we can't assume that they were anything other than simply doing what they were trained to do and we pray for them we pray for their families two police officers had to go home last night and tell their wives or tell their husbands two sets of children now have to live with this in their home and this spirit and they deserve our prayers just like this may be unpopular but that's why everybody can't pastor and that's why because sometimes some it is unpopular but they deserve our prayers just as much as the families of these two young boys do if there be any other prayer requests at this time, we certainly thank God for. Sister Antoinette, just keep her in prayer. Mm -hmm. Sister Antoinette, just keep her in prayer. Sister? Yes, Sister Antoinette. Sister in law? Yes. Sister Antoinette. Sister Antoinette. Oh, Sister Antoinette. Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Robert and Lori also. Okay. I'd like to. Um, came to my attention um, just this morning the two young ladies there are two young ladies who are fighting for custody of their babies that are being threatened for custody to be taken away from them by their fathers there's no marriage in the situation but because of this court fathers have claimed have fired full custody of these young ladies' babies. We pray for justice. And be threatened for their child to be There is man's justice. I'm sorry, let me cut you. There is man's justice, and then there is God's justice. Yes. Amen? And we pray for God's justice. We pray for God's healing. And as Mother Clark, amen, still lives with us today, her words, Lord, we pray for those here, there, and everywhere. I, um, uh, God bless you, Facebook. We enjoy you. I, I feel a, a little, I feel a prophetic. Function here and so we're going to close from Facebook and God bless you we love you 
Join the King's Healing Room this Sunday at 9.30 a.m. for Kingdom Academy. Uh, Sunday School, 9.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And, and stay right online. Join us at King's Healing Room at 11 o'clock for service on Sunday. This Sunday morning. We love you. We thank God for you. May you be richly blessed until we meet again. In Jesus' name, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. If you enjoyed this podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIVE to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hill Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is T-K-H-R-O-F-F-I-C-E at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.